to all of you who have listened, shared and connected with me, thank you. I started Empower with Mahi because my deepest passion is for women to feel empowered. My new business, Organize Her, is no different. The tools we create are designed to give the busy woman back her peace of mind by helping her keep her shit together and get stuff done. Our vision is for women everywhere to feel in control of their lives, confident within themselves, and have enough time for everything that matters to them. And I am so excited to announce that Organize Her has officially launched and our productivity planner is available now at our website in addition to our digital moneymaker budget tracker. Those of you who have followed along throughout 2023 know how much time and thought has gone into these productivity planners and I know I am totally biased because this is my baby but I am completely obsessed with the planner and I know you will be too. Our website link is in the description organizeher.co and from the bottom of my heart thank you for inspiring me to fulfill my purpose for your ongoing support and for being a part of this journey with me. and welcome to Empower, the podcast that has one sole purpose, which is to inspire you to live your best life as your best self. My name is Mahi Sorensen. I'm a lawyer, girl power advocate, grown independent woman, of course. I'm obsessed with self-love and personal development. So now I'm also the host of this podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I will do my best to make sure that you can take something meaningful from this podcast and apply it to your everyday life. But for now, I am about to become your personal hype woman because it is my purpose to empower and I hope to do the same for you. Kia ora te This episode is a bit different for a few reasons. Normally I plan and record my episodes well before they're due to release, but I sit here on Monday the 30th of August 2021 knowing full well that this needs to be ready for launching at 5am tomorrow. Hey, aha. The truth is that we have been in almost two weeks of level four lockdown and I've been taking each day as it comes without putting unnecessary pressure on myself to work on things that can wait. You may also be able to hear that I have a little bit of a sexy husky voice going on at the moment. Um, I don't actually know why that is. I've felt kind of okay ever since we've been in lockdown. It's coming up almost two weeks. But anyway, my voice is probably just desperate for a chat, which is why it's so good that I'm recording this today. I've still been working through the lockdown. I appeared in court by teleconference last week, so I've had plenty to do. But this is a priority for me, so I'm glad I'm here now recording another episode. My boyfriend was actually going to join us today, but he wants to have a haircut first, so we're saving his guest appearance for another day. And before you think, why would it matter what his hair looks like, because it's a podcast, I post little video snips from each episode to my Instagram, so he wanted to make sure he was looking his best. And that's totally fine by me, I respect that. So his guest appearance was not meant to be for this episode, but I promise it will be very soon. Against that background, and considering all of New Zealand will remain under relatively restrictive conditions for a little while longer, no thanks to coronavirus, it's only appropriate that today's episode is all about self-care through lockdown. This lockdown really did come out of the blue for us. I feel like as a country, we are handling it better than we did last year when we were in this situation. 
But in saying that, this is coming from me, someone who hasn't really been impacted by the lockdown at all. And I know that lots of business owners and those working in industries that are severely affected by the lockdowns will have a totally different perspective and rightly so. I think we've all sort of come to terms with the fact that we are living at a time now where restrictions on our freedom to move around will remain in place to varying degrees until COVID-19 and all of its variants can be effectively handled. Whether that looks like elimination or management or even when we can expect any of this, who knows, I definitely don't. What I do know is that lockdown affects everyone differently depending on their circumstances. Even for me and my little bubble being myself, my boyfriend and our dogs, lockdown this year has been significantly different for us than it was last year. Lockdown at the start of last year came at a time where we had barely been together for six months. We've been living together for less than a month. We were in a house where we were miserable, but we did it because we had our big dog at the time and it was the best situation for him to grow up in as a puppy. We didn't even have our little dog at that point, but it was extremely challenging for us. This time we've been in our own home, we're happy, we're settled, our dogs have been living the dream, having us at home together as other dog owners I know will understand, and we've been loving our lockdown. So with all of the madness that is coronavirus and the continued disruption it causes to our lives, how do we make sure that we're taking care of ourselves? Particularly when we're subject to lockdowns and constant major restrictions, what do we do when the therapeutic trip to Kmart isn't an option anymore? Self-care needs to be an absolute priority and because I love you so much, I've got 10 tips to help you out. Starting with number one, keep a structured routine. This is a bit easier to do if you're working from home because you will have meetings and times where you have to be available and contactable anyway. But even if you aren't working, it's good to keep a relatively consistent sleep schedule and that means you're also getting enough sleep. You want to be eating around the same time every day, setting time aside in the day to move your body, take breaks, relax and so on. Having some structure in the day helps to reduce stress, prevent overwhelm and increases productivity. It also means that you're less likely to get to the end of each day feeling like you've wasted it. Number two, stay active. The gyms are shut and depending on your alert levels, you can't really be driving to your favorite hiking spot all the time. Something we notice in lockdown is the amount of people that you see out in the park walking dogs or with their family. One of the blessings of these restrictions is that they give many of us time in the day that we don't normally have in a normal work day. So it's good to take advantage of that where we can. Go for a walk, try a home workout, take active breaks from your desk and stretch. When we are living without restrictions, it's easy to underestimate how much movement we actually get in simply from walking from the car to the office or walking around the shops. So we want to make sure that our bodies don't miss out on the benefit of movement during lockdown. Number three, creating and enjoying healthy space from those in your bubble. In my bubble, we're both pretty good at keeping ourselves busy with our own stuff. There have been days in lockdown where we haven't actually seen each other too much, despite being in the same house, because we just do our own thing. That's something we both really appreciate, especially during lockdowns when we're forced to be around each other all the time. And it means that we don't get sick of each other fast, so we actually do enjoy the time that we actively and intentionally spend together. The other day, for example, we were even working out. I was inside doing a YouTube hit workout and he was outside training and running around. While we weren't technically training with each other or 
even doing the same thing, the fact that we both put that time aside to prioritize a workout was enough togetherness for us. Number four, stay connected to your social and support networks outside your bubble. While you may not be able to see your family, friends, work colleagues, gym buddies in person, it's important that you keep communicating with them either by FaceTime or Zoom or phone calls or texts or just tagging each other and TikToks because me and Tash do that all the time. We are social beings and long periods of isolation do us no good. Plus, you want to be checking in on your loved ones regardless that you don't live with to make sure that they're handling their lockdown okay. Number five, enjoy making food at home and eat well. I like cooking. I never used to. It was just something that came with practice. And lockdown is a good chance to practice. No fast food means more opportunity to make delicious food at home. And I don't know about you, but... There is something really satisfying in making food from scratch using whole ingredients and knowing it's a lot more nutrient-dense than a McChicken. And that's not to say I won't advocate for a McChicken at times, because I definitely will. But again, the extra time that lockdown gifts us means that we have no excuse not to spend more time in the kitchen, men and women. Even better, if it can be something you can do with your bubble, it's good quality time. And we've all got to eat. So go and make some food if you haven't already. Number six, if you're anything like me and you have a whole list of life admin, decluttering and organizing activities to do around the house at any given time, now is the time to start tackling them if you have the energy, of course. I love Maria condoing my things, so I've done a bit of that. I've refined my budget. I've totally restructured my finances. Together, we've been reviewing our expenses and spent time educating ourselves a bit more on investments, watching documentaries, which is like my favorite thing to do over like a Netflix movie any day. I've been gardening, which is a constant thing in our house because there's a lot of garden. And this stuff is all very therapeutic to me, as is the feeling of ticking these things off my to-do list. So if you're all about that type A personality life, I highly recommend it. Number seven, limit news consumption. This one feels really obvious, but it's really easy to fall into this trap, especially when we all tune into the announcements to find out what's happening with the alert levels and then end up listening to 45 minutes of repetitive, stupid press conference questions. When we are feeling uncertain, our brains naturally want to obtain as much information as possible to feel more in control. However, these are unprecedented times, and it's impossible to predict where COVID-19 is going to take the world. The overconsumption of media in general, but specifically that which relates to the coronavirus, increases anxiety, and it's best to avoid it if you can. This also applies to social media. I've noticed everyone has an opinion on the vaccine and for some reason everyone wants to talk about it on their stories regardless of how educated they are or not. Try not to get caught up in propaganda and conspiracies. Personally, I prefer to rely on medical evidence and medical professionals as reliable sources of information. So I quite comfortably skip past any social media carry on about anything else. I've also been vaccinated, so it's too late for anyone to try to convince me against it anyway. (laughs) Number eight, do your best to keep a tidy space. It's a lot harder to keep the house tidy when you're living in it 24-7 and it can be overwhelming to try to keep everything tidy all the time. So I like to have spaces that are always clean and tidy. For me, it's the kitchen. As long as the kitchen is looking nice, 
I'm okay. It can be really stressful walking into a space that isn't clean or isn't tidy, but rather than letting that stress overcome you, I've found it's a lot easier just to dedicate 10 uninterrupted minutes into tidying the space. We totally underestimate what we can do with 10 minutes and the effect it has on our state of mind is well worth it. While we have the time and while we're stuck in the house, just do it. As soon as you start feeling stressed or overwhelmed when you walk into a space, 10 minutes. It's all you need and it'll make you feel so much better. Number nine, do random fun things because you can. We've had our spare bed set up in our living room literally since lockdown began, so it's felt like a big sleepover for us and the dogs for almost two weeks. We watch movies each night on the big TV screen. We've really stepped foot into our bedroom. It would be way too much of a hassle, obviously, to do this when we're rushing around to go to work, so it's nice to take the chance to have a super long sleepover in our living room when we can. The other night we made the dogs a dog cake because I brought this dog cake almost a year ago and just never got around to making it. So now's the opportunity to do all the random fun things that you don't normally prioritize because you never have enough time. Number 10, try to practice more patience, forgiveness and compassion with the people in your bubble. It's not natural to be all up in each other's space all the time and that in and of itself means everyone is running around on really short fuses. Coronavirus restrictions can be really stressful for everyone, especially when employment and financial security is looking precarious. So keeping that in mind, if someone upsets you, take a moment to try to understand where it came from rather than reacting immediately on an impulse. Ongoing constant tensions within your bubble is a recipe for disasters when you're stuck together and it will feel very unpleasant. Check in with your bubble, keep communicating, make sure everyone's feeling okay and if they're not, respect that. Try to give them as much space you can as is possible. So those are my tips. I recommend you think about how you can incorporate them into your life during times like these, regardless of which level you're at. No doubt you'll already have some of these down packed, but I hope I've given you something more to think about. When things feel uncertain, life gets a bit harder. So I really encourage you to be proactively practicing self-care, however that looks for you at this time. It allows you to focus on what you can control, even in the midst of what feels like never-ending chaos. Don't forget that everyone reacts differently to stressful situations, so try not to hold it against your loved ones or your friends if they haven't been showing up for you the way they normally do. These are extraordinary times of which people have never experienced before, so ensure that you bring as much understanding that you can to the people in your life. Keep persevering, keep being kind to others, and looking out for your community. One day you'll get to tell your grandkids about this, and hopefully... They will think you're a super badass for getting through it to tell the tale. Also, don't be an asshole to essential workers. It doesn't take much to thank them for working through the pandemic, especially when they can't even see a smile because we're all wearing masks. Essential workers are the ultimate team players and anyone that treats them otherwise are a true embarrassment to this country. But no doubt, all of my listeners feel the same way. So I'm preaching to the choir. I'll save their energy for someone that needs it. Anyways, that's my cue to go. I will love you and leave you. Have an awesome day and as always, please do something that makes you happy.